Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we've got a very, very full show today. Rob, we usually have two guests. Today we got three, so we got to get cracking. <laughs> we are lucky today. <laughs> How is it out in California today? It's beautiful. It's a beautiful fall day. I broke my windshield this morning. I got to get a new one, or actually it was the rear, um, the, the rear of my minivan just shattered it. It's like, I'm waiting for number three. I'm just putting that out there for everybody right now because we had the oh accident in August, the broken yeah. window in September. What will October bring? <laughs> good fortune. Oh, it's all good. That's what it'll bring. bring brings good fortune. <laughs> That's right. Looking forward. Looking forward. That's all we're going to do is look forward. Um, and I'm actually looking forward to today's show. Um, because we've got, you know, we've, I'm sorry. I said, I got my tea. <laughs> you got your tea. I didn't get my tea. I've had my empty coffee thing and I'm, I'm kind of nasty right now because I won't get my coffee till the break. Um, but, uh, <laughs> we have got, um, some great guests today. We've got USA, uh, cares coming on. We've got Rachel Crawford of Team Motions, and then we've got Mark Williams, uh, author of Selling on the Edge, not in that order. And if you're looking at our website, we've got some boo-boos on there, so just ignore it. (laughs) Oh, okay. I didn't realize we had boo-boos, so we'll have to make sure we take care of that. Oh, maybe we don't. Maybe it's just me being a spaz. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm looking at here. (laughs) Oh, there we go. I was looking at the wrong page. I'm going home and starting the show over. Oh, my gosh. Well, like I say, you've had quite a day. Thank goodness the kids are okay. You know, we always have these these little things, and whether it's a car accident or whether it's just, you know, the, the tree fall. In the wintertime, we're always <laughs> panicking about a limb falling on a tree. There's a commercial, um, and I think it's for some auto insurance, and the car just comes, the, the tree comes right down on the car and just oh. smashes it. And I think, you know, that's a New Englander. <laughs> Well, you, you know what they have out here, Rob, that I get a kick out of. I mean, it's not funny, but it's it was funny when I saw it. Um, we have avocado trees, and when the avocados get ripe and heavy, they kind of drop like like um, mines, you know, like you know, like a, a grenade, and they come yeah. dropping down the tree. And I have seen one go through somebody's front windshield, and it was funny because we we're all talking about why is nobody parked there and then somebody said oh well look at all the avocados up there so sure enough somebody pulls up parks there we're still out there chatting like a half an hour later and boom there we go 
Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. See, every, every region has something weird, something you got to just watch out for. And that's, that's one of them. Yeah. Or I think, uh, I, I'm sure if a coconut were to fall out of a tree or whatever, those are the things that, yeah, you don't think of in New England. <laughs> that's true. You think snowballs. I hit a police car once with a snowball. And um, I didn't intend to. I was in college. Oh, yeah, and right. I, I bet. I bet. I know. I know. My brother was across the street, and I, like, lobbed one up high. Like, he kept hiding behind the snowbank, so I threw one up high. And just at that point, a patrol car comes over. He's like, what are you guys doing? It was like, boom. But it just breaks his window. <laughs> <laughs> a little short, officer. <laughs> oh, gosh, Sam. That's so funny. Oh, we we did some crazy things in college, didn't we? Not not that you and I knew each other, but I'm just thinking of our youth and thinking of oh, the things that we would have we got away with and maybe wouldn't have gotten away with nowadays if we had we had done them. Ah, uh, you know, it's all good, right? We're looking forward, mm-hmm. looking forward. Did you ever get a so, tattoo? Did you ever get a did tattoo? I, ever, I never did. I chickened out you know rick swanson tried to get me to get a tattoo for two years and you know i picked out ones i loved what they looked like but i kept changing my mind and so i just Mm -hmm. decided to draw on myself with a sharpie yeah i think (laughs) i think that's good if i were to do one i think i would probably just do like a henna something something like that but there was something um in time us this week did you see i don't know if you saw i forwarded a couple of uh, articles to you that the the um branches of the uh, service branches are limiting the amounts of tattoos that are visible when someone's in uniform well that's gonna make enrollment hard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because if they've all, that's what I was saying, you know, if these kids that have kind of gone out and got inked all over and then uh, then decide they want to enlist, they may have some challenges. And actually, the Army is the one that's the most strict as far as their regulations. So it's so uh, but they have to leave the, the existing service people alone. Right. These are just for new new people. I, I guess I didn't read the whole article, but they were saying that the the 25% rule, like 25% of your body uh, is the most that could possibly be inked. And I guess you have um, uh, even less that can show when you're in the Army. Marines are, it kind of cracks me up to think that the Navy would even have this kind of restriction because whenever I think of the Navy, I think of guys with tattoos all over their arms. So... That's kind of my stereotype with the Navy. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's 25%, like 25% of skin showing can't be covered by tats. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's saying um, in the Air Force, this one is, for example, the Air Force, which updated its standards in 2011. Tattoos cannot be excessive, meaning they can't cover more than 20%, 25% of an exposed body part, like a forearm when wearing a uniform. So they they can put tats all over their body, all over their bums, all over everything else that they want to, but not something that shows. Wow, so. yeah, because it's like if you're wearing short sleeves, if you're wearing the summer, you know, uniform or something. Well, I guess it depends. 
<laughs> yeah, they. I'm sure those the, their short sleeved shirts, or even some that have the them that go up the back of the neck or around their ears, and you know the, all of those kinds of things. That's exposed. So that's it's, true because it's like it's, if we have to have hair off the collar, yeah, it doesn't make sense to have a tat going right up your neck. Yep, that's it. So I guess to all the young people who might be considering joining any any of the services, you better be careful when you go to the go to a tattoo parlor <laughs> yeah tattoo your butt that's um, right because then you'll make your mom happy she won't have to look at it and freak out going oh my god what did you do to your arm my baby my baby and that's a direct quote from a military family mom that son came home totally inked <laughs> oh my gosh some of them really are beautiful nowadays have you seen that show that they take a bad tattoo and then they re re design it so yeah. there's some really nasty looking tats out there when um know. you know with with though i will tell you i have a great tattoo story robin and it's fast my girlfriend had a rocking body when she was in her 20s and she got thumper put on her calf you know the little bunny yeah. thumper that yeah. you know from from bambi and it was the cutest thing and everybody's like oh Oh, we love Thumper. Thumper's so cute. Yeah. Well, turning 40, four kids later, her calves were a little less firm, and Thumper looked like he had encephalitis. I mean, he had this giant stretched out head because, you know, her calves had gotten bigger. She wasn't, uh, you know, 105 pounds soaking wet. She was about 175 pounds. And she looked normal. You know what I mean? Yeah, she did, yeah. wasn't, like, really heavy. She just wasn't stick thin like we were in our... 20s and a couple kids later and gravity takes its toll and you know thumper has a head injury <laughs> i guess we don't think of those things when we get them to begin with <laughs> yeah how much I mean, your body mexico sun on her belly and at least that stretched proportionately when she got pregnant <laughs> hmm. i think some of them are very pretty though I mean, that now that they have those lovely ink colors, I think that makes the difference. You can have a pretty butterfly or you can have um, things that are a little more um, colorful and really uh, pieces of art. Not that the blue wasn't nice in, in its, it, when it was done right, but having the pretty colors is really neat. It is. It is. A certain skin looks better with tats. Mm -hmm. than others mine is so milky bone white as it is but you know if i had like on my forearm like vampire bite here you know because there's a nice big blue vein <laughs> <laughs> see my tattoos would all be funny and people would be like they're not sexy they're not pretty you know bite here just doesn't cut it <laughs> oh i never did i never did get any and i i think if i were to do anything i would probably just do a henna i don't think that i could I don't think that I could do it for real, but it's it's nice when I have seen some people who do their wedding bands with a tattoo, and so that's kind of oh yeah, I've seen yeah rings, yeah. rings on fingers, rings on toes, you know, um, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. But I just thought the article was kind of interesting that because um, in a business environment, you certainly um, don't need to have uh, a lot of different colors showing so i guess the military is no exception so that's true that's true yeah. i like to see a priest like with a bunch of tats yeah. you know yeah yeah there's got, got to be somebody somewhere <laughs> and they probably do but see that's why they wear all those robes <laughs> they probably do be a rabbi 
Rabbi Tats. Yes, yes. And that's that's a, another reason for all of the clothing, I guess, huh? Oh, gosh. We pretty much accomplished nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this opening segment of Goofy. <laughs> Well, like I said, I did have a couple of articles, but there you go. That's that's it. We are getting close to the break, Sandra, and we have Mark Williams coming up. I'm really looking forward to chatting with him. Um, Mark Williams is the author of Selling on the Edge, and uh, he, he's a delightful person to listen to. I can't wait for everybody to um, to meet him. He has sold homes in Los Angeles for over 13 years and is not only well-known and well-respected among his clients and peers, but he also prides himself on being known as one of the most fun residential real estate agents in Southern California. And isn't that the truth? We are so excited to have Mark John Williams with us today, selling on the edge in just a few moments here on Military Mom Talk Radio. So you want to stay tuned. Don't go away. Get a cup of tea. We'll be right back. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Why is religion such a thorny issue in our society and the world? And why has religion often become a source to divide people rather than unite? Frank Talk with Dr. Ajaz is a forum for civil dialogue on religion and wellness on Toginet Radio. Dr. Ajaz Nakvi invites leaders and activists from all walks of life and faith to engage in a civil discussion on religion and current events. Join us for Frank Talk with Dr. Ajaz every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright. Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Mom. 
Um, so this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we actually have some meat, some content, some stuff to go over, much like the, uh, much not like our opening segment where we talked about tattoos. But Rob, that was really fun. <laughs> oh, I know it was, but it's very pertinent because we definitely have a lot of people who are looking into getting inked. So, <clears throat> food for thought. We do. Well, speaking of fresh ink, we've got a new book hot off the press, and because so many of our real estate families work in real estate um, or our military families, Rob. It's so interesting to me because so many of our military families, especially the military spouses, choose to do virtual assistant work which is, you know, working from home on their computer. They sure. support real estate agents around the country and um, mm -hmm. it's a great gig for moms and for uh, military wives and military families, because they, they can kind of transfer those skills just by moving their license. Sure. Um, our guest today, uh, Mark John Williams, has written a book called Selling on the Edge. And even though you might not be in real estate, if you're listening in, it's a great sales book. Um, it's got a lot of great information in there, and it's very realistic and timely. So I'm really happy that he's coming on today, Rob. How about you? Absolutely. And I think his thoughts and his uh, whole energy transcends beyond real estate. So we'll have to definitely talk to him about that. Mark, are you with us? Uh, I'm <laughs> here. Can you hear me? Now we can. Hello, Mark. All right. Rob Dino and Sandra Beck. I mean, what an honor to be here and chatting with the famous military mom radio. <laughs> See, that's why we have you on. You can that's compliment us, right. tell us we look good, the whole thing. Um, Mark, why don't you tell our listeners in a nutshell, what is Selling on the Edge about? We know it's a sales book, we know it's real estate, but it goes much, much deeper than that. Yeah, great. I'd love to. It's uh, Well, the title of the book uh, just got released on Amazon today. It's called Selling on the Edge. Um. It's 10 things every new real estate agent should know. And I created this book out of uh, 10 years of frustration and, and a lot of uh, crash and burns and failures. And I just, it hit me one day that the training was lacking. And when the market tanked, a lot of coaches went south. And I just love teaching and that my passion has shifted into teaching. So I figured, you know, I might as well put my money where my mouth is and I came up with a system that I used and I started helping other agents just because I like teaching. And then a lot of them said, well, you know, you should really go around the country and share this. And, and I started doing that. And then uh, the book came out and here I am. So it's, it's really for new agents, anybody who's in their first couple of years, anybody who's been doing it for maybe a while and is struggling. And, it's just 10 things that if I'd have known 15 years ago when I got started, um, it just would have saved me a decade of, of headache and I would have made a lot more money. So it's, it's a great, uh, I'm really proud of it. It's got a lot of depth and it's getting great reviews and I'm, I'm grateful to a lot of people that helped me put it together. Mark, now, what's you, you actually wrote this book here. Oh, sorry, Rob. Go uh, ahead. I'm no, I'm sorry. Here. I was just going to say, Mark, what sets you apart? Uh, why is your philosophy different than maybe some other people who have said that they've got the surefire uh, sales sales technique? Robin, that's the million dollar question that everybody asked. So I was I was waiting for somebody to hit me with that. 
Um, <laughs> my system is it, really the biggest difference. That it allows you to get to real clients faster than any other system out there. So when I was new and starting, I would waste so many years with these looky-loos and time wasters. And, you know, we joke and call them Timmy Time Waster and Linda Looky-Loo and Kenny No-Do, you know, people with no money. And um, I'm like, what? how can I come up with a great system where we can find out who's real and who's not right away so we don't waste our time running around town with these uh, people that are never, ever going to buy or sell? And it's just kind of like, imagine having an Easter egg hunt and you knew where all the eggs were. That's the difference. Selling on the eggs will get you to the real clients faster. And that's the, that's the big difference. Hmm. So Mark, you wrote this book yourself and most, you know, most business books are written by ghosts <laughs> and ghostwriters, but you actually did this. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been selling real estate. I've been in the trenches. So I, you know, a lot of books and um, that I read were written by great writers or great trainers, but they never had any like real world experience. So I would try their stuff, and I would have other people try with me. We'd all, you know, we'd go to seminars, and a lot of this stuff uh, didn't work. So out of frustration, I started doing things my own way. And that's when it really started to take off. So I realized I had to write the book myself, come up with the material myself, and that way when I teach it, it's authentic. And that's the heart of this system. It's about being authentic and real. So there, there are no scripts. That's one of the biggest differences. Um, you know, on top of that, it's going to help you find real clients faster than anything else out there. There's one of the a tangible difference that you would relate to is there's no script. I mean, how exciting is that? You don't have to sit open houses if you don't want to. How great is that if you're a realtor? Because every real estate agent hates open houses. So I just started, I came up with a system with no scripts, no open houses, no like sticky tacky stuff with the, the email, calendar mailers, the drip campaigns. They got rid of all that crap came up with a system that's real and authentic and that buyers and sellers just go crazy about because it, it comes from trust and honesty and the result is more sales and less time and quite frankly like a better life hmm. mark how do you find you the people who are interested do you seek them out or do you it are people just knocking down the door right now trying to uh, get you to come and speak to at seminars and whatnot they're knocking down the door robin I'll be honest <laughs> with you. That's, that's fantastic <laughs> um, they are they're knocking down the door and i'm not like a trained trainer um but because I love what I do, and it's my material. I can translate it better than, say, a typical coach who's, you know, maybe had somebody else come up with this stuff for him or her or um, a coach that's never been in the business before. Because there's a lot of, you know, take a, you know, there's just so many people that get into coaching, and um, that's why I've got great feedback because I've actually been in the trenches. I have some reputable clients, and, I've paid my dues, so to speak. So 
I am uh, excited because I do have a lot of uh, things going on out there. I'm grateful that uh, companies like Keller Williams, I don't know if I can say that in the air, but Keller Williams, Cobalt oh, yeah, Bank, or a lot of these companies. Sure. Are, yeah, they're all, you know, I'm helping them help their agents. And that to me is like, you know, I'm living the dream. So um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Well, and this isn't for like, oh. These books out there, like there's all those like millionaire, be a millionaire, make a millionaire, million dollars in real estate. This isn't for those type of people. Mm -hmm. Who is this book for? Yeah, no, that was another thing. And Sandra actually helped me with that because I wanted to come up with a system that was realistic. And so many systems out there were, were bogus. You know, it's not the word I want to use, but I'm on the radio, so I'll say bogus. And... <laughs> Um, you know, for example, let's say make a million dollars selling houses and it was just systems and steps that were next to impossible to do unless you were, you know, one out of a thousand people with a lot of money in your pocket and you could afford to do certain things and hire certain people. So I wanted to come up with something that's the nuts and bolts, like simplest program that anybody could use to sell houses. So. What it is are 10 things, but it's disguised as um, six-step selling system, just six simple steps, and then it has a foundation, which I call the four cornerstones. That'll keep you grounded, basic fundamental stuff. But the six steps are simple things like be yourself, get out there, um, and we elaborate on that in the book. But I think, Robin, you asked me how do I get clients, mm -hmm. and... I wasn't stuck in the question. I just get so excited. I forget what people ask me. So I'm, I'm new at this radio <laughs> stuff. But how do I, the, we talk about passion arenas as opposed to traditional selling says go out and do open houses and, you know, go to network meetings at 7 a.m., rah, rah, rah. Well, that stuff is really a bummer if you're not a morning person or like I didn't want to work on Sundays. I hated working Sundays. So, I came up with a program, how, how could I find clients without working on Sundays? Simple. I started going to events that I liked going to, and they became what I call passion arenas. And, for example, I played on a hockey team once a week. And I would just go to that, and I never realized it, but all of a sudden I started getting clients for my hockey team. So I'm like, well, wow, why don't I add another passion arena which for me happened to be volunteering at a boys and girls club. So I started volunteering at a boys and girls club. I would never discuss real estate or my job. I would just go there because I enjoyed kids. And next thing I know, I was getting clients from the boys and girls club. And then I added a third passion arena and a fourth. And this was, you know, a total of eight hours a week with really developing relationships first. And then selling houses came second. And that's a big difference with my system, too, is we don't focus on sales. We focus on relationships. And out of that, you're going to get a lot of sales without even telling people 
you're a realtor. It's funny, but it works. It's amazing. Mark, that really, I think that is just a wealth right there, that whole philosophy. We have to say goodbye for now, Mark. Selling on the Edge, and we can find that on Amazon. We can also find more on your website, sellingontheedge.com. And I encourage everybody to read it, even if real estate isn't uh, where you're heading, because I think your philosophy, Mark, transcends to any kind of business or entrepreneur. So we really are appreciative that you came and visited us today. Thanks so much. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is... Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and our guest uh, was Mark John Williams of SellingOnTheEdge.com, Just How It Sounds. And Rob, I just wanted to take a second and talk to our listeners about uh, why we keep pushing real estate and talking about 
real estate on the show. Um, I'd love to encourage military moms to become real estate agents for two reasons. One, I don't think there's enough real estate agents out there that understand the specific needs of the military family. You know, it's like either PCS moves to, Mm -hmm. you know, two weeks to get your kids in school, the knowledge of putting somebody into a military family friendly neighborhood, you know, that did not happen with the military people in my neighborhood. I'm like their only military friend. Yeah, Um, Yeah. It's tough. And, you know, there's a real market out there for somebody specializing, you know, especially if you decide to make your permanent residence outside your last post. Um, I think there's a real opportunity for men and women who were prior military, especially those who've been moving, you know, throughout their career to have a real estate career. Because I'll tell you, family after family tell me, unless they use like somebody like Go Army Homes, which is a specific company dedicated to the military family, they have a real hard time uh, with the buying and selling of homes and getting themselves in the right area when their real estate agent isn't military. And God, our military moves so much. It's a real need. It sure is. And it is harder and harder for a young couple to get started. So I'm glad that there are places like uh, Go Army Homes, but they're, you're right. It, they have a specific targeted audience and I think there needs to be more. You're absolutely right. Absolutely, especially and and be versed in the military benefits, you know, for first time home buyers and repeat home buyers, because many real estate uh, purchases are done with your military benefits, and that's right. not a one time one shot thing. I think most family members, when I talk to them about that, they think, oh, well, I already used my benefits once, I can't use it again. Correct. That is yeah. not true. I was just so glad that uh, my son in law and my daughter were able to utilize their. Uh, benefits, but also had somebody up in Vermont who really did know the whole ins and outs of it. So you're right, Sandra, I do encourage everybody and Mark's book is a good place to start. And we hope that uh, to have a lot more uh, things to help people make those decisions along the way. We've got a lot more to the year, a lot more guests to come up. So (laughs) that's right. So you want to bring on our next guest? We'll take turns. I'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is I'm a I'm a tea drinker. So I'm really excited to meet Rachel Crawford. She's a 33 year old military spouse, a mother, an entrepreneur and aspiring revolutionary who along with her sister founded T-Motions, an emotional well-being company that specializes in blending adaptogen herbs with tea to support emotional wellness and healing. Who doesn't feel better after a cup of tea? <laughs> yeah, especially Truly. a tea full of stuff that we need, like Adamant. No, just right. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, welcome to Military Mom Talk Radio. Thank you for having me. You described it perfectly. That was an excellent job. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I'm so excited to hear about your company. I'll tell you, we, we, both Sandra and I have been entrepreneurs and we have started small and we've worked uh, very hard to make successes of the things that we have done. Tell us about Team Motions and um, how this all began for you. And I, I guess your sister, right? You've done this together all the way? Correct. We have. We started out together and we've stayed together. Um, a lot of people told us to be careful, you know, starting business with your family. But for mm-hmm. her and I, it's been one of the best things that we've ever done. So we've been blessed in that respect. But, you know, T-Motions is one of those companies that you could never have seen coming. Um, you know, I had a tragic event happen in my life. My twin baby daughters passed away a couple weeks after they were born in 2008. 
So mm. I found myself the grieving mother, and I okay. was grasping at straws and searching for things for myself to help myself get through. And long before my daughters ever passed away, I was a tea lover, um, a tea enthusiast, truly. And after they passed away, tea was something that I gravitated to quite naturally. It's warm and soothing and delicious and quiet, and it was just, you know, something I really leaned on at that time. And my sister came to visit me to check on me, and she said, I wish there was something we could put in your tea that would make you feel better. And Mm. it was sort of that light bulb moment where I thought, you know, I'm going to look for it, if, and if it doesn't exist, we're going to create it. We're going to create tea that actually makes you feel emotionally better. And after about a year's worth of research and consulting and reading and searching, we developed mm-hmm. six teas that are blended with adaptogen herbs that actually have the ability to foster emotional well-being um, and foster healing. And we decided to launch them because I thought I can't be the only person who needs these. You know, there has to be other people than me who are searching and looking for something to help support their emotional well-being. And so we started a business. Well, see, and I think that's so important what you guys are doing because I I have had my kids – uh, I have two little boys and they've had antibi- one has had antibiotics once in his life and we've done everything we can naturally where we can and we use a lot with nutrition and my friend's a doctor in naturopathic medicine and we have a Chinese herbalist you know that helps it's amazing what a cup of tea with the right composition can do to not only change your mood but change your physical well-being I mean I just don't think people really recognize the power power of a cup of tea in many, many respects. Right. Well, it's combining two very important aspects. It's one, understanding that there are really effective and remarkable herbs out there that have a profound effect on both your emotions and your physical health. And we're working really hard to educate people on how much our physical body and our emotional well-being are connected. You can't really separate them out. You can't just treat the body. You can't just treat your emotions and your feelings. You have to treat them all as a whole because they all work together. Um, But also understanding the power and the importance of beneficial rituals, that a cup of tea is more than just consuming water that's been steeped in tea and herbs. It gives you an opportunity to take a time out, to actually pause for a minute, to check in with yourself, to ask yourself, how am I really feeling and what is it that I really need and how will I go about getting what, I, what it is that I need? Because most people rarely stop and actually ask themselves what's wrong. So when you combine that ritual with the beneficial medicinal properties of the herbs, it's a double whammy. Like you really just can't lose. Um, and we're working very hard to educate people on the importance of not only using natural sort of alternative methods, um, and we, as a company, we have, you know, we do not take a stance on prescription medication. I think there's a time and a place for everything, and I'm in no way, um, you know, diminishing the importance of prescription medication. But for mm-hmm. me, in my life at that time, I felt like that wasn't the right path for me, and I wanted to explore other options first. And so as a company, we really try to just give people another option, something else that they might be able to do and combine that ritual with the medicinal benefits of the herbs for a total body, total emotional care. Um, and it makes a huge difference. 
You know, just throwing back a medicine is not what heals us. It's you have to really look inside and figure out what it is that you need and then formulate a plan to go and get what you need so that you can heal. I'm almost almost overwhelmed with thinking of the uh, research that had to go into developing this. Where did you begin? I mean, I'm sure that you probably had a naturopathic uh, uh, attitude to be even go in this direction. But how do you begin researching these kinds of herbs, and how far across the globe did you go to get this get these answers? Um, yeah, I, at first I was overwhelmed myself, and. I was blessed because I was raised in Southern California where um, alternative medicine has a lot more of a cultural stake, you know, so it wasn't so far outside of the box for me. But to be honest, I literally started by going to the library and pulling out the oldest, biggest books I could find and flipping through. And I looked at Chinese herbalism, naturopathic medicine, homeopathic medicine, holistic perspectives on health. Um, Ayurvedic medicine, like Indian um, health practices, Western medicine. I looked at anything I can get my hands on. I looked at herbs and teas and vitamins. I specifically researched different minerals and different vitamins and all anything, really, truly anything. Anyone who would give me 10 minutes of their time, any doctor, chiropractor, surgeon, herbalist, you name it, I would pick hmm. their brain. And over time, I just started building sort of this arsenal of information. And when I stumbled upon adaptogen herbs, it was sort of that light bulb moment again where I thought, this is what needs to be in the tea. You know, these herbs are, they seem new to us because from a Western medicine perspective, they're kind of just hitting the mainstream market. But in reality, they're not new at all. They've been used around the world for 10,000 years. And there's tons of scientific study done on adaptogens during the Cold War, a bunch of Soviet scientists were sent out to find natural herbal medicines that they could give to Olympians to the, um, like, during the Olympics so that they could beat the United States during the Cold War. They wanted natural substances that would give the Soviet Olympians an edge, but that would be legal and wouldn't disqualify them from competing in the Olympics. Mm, yeah. And so when the Iron mm. Curtain came down and all of these studies came out, we just found decades upon decades of research on adaptogen herbs, things that are still used today by Olympians and all kinds of people and have been used by other cultures for thousands of years before then. So these aren't, you know, strange, new experimental herbs. They're well-documented and well-researched herbs. And that's another thing that makes them a wonderful addition to the tea is, um, mm. but they truly are effective. They're really, you know, this is good. so fascinating. And we in these award-winning flavor profiles, so they're really delicious. Oh. You don't have to give up <laughs> your delicious tea to enjoy them. I know, isn't it true? Sometimes some things that are good for you aren't necessarily the tastiest. Rachel, we're going to close out this segment. Um, I want to make sure everybody has your website because I'm sure this is the first place to go to purchase your teas, which is teamotionstea.com. And that's T-E-A-M-O-T-I-O-N-S-T-E-A.com. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much, Rachel. We're so excited to try your teas, and I hope everybody goes out and checks it out. Rachel, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? 
keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Why is religion such a thorny issue in our society and the world? And why has religion often become a source to divide people rather than unite? Frank Talk with Dr. Ajaz is a forum for civil dialogue on religion and wellness on Toginet Radio. Dr. Ajaz Nakvi invites leaders and activists from all walks of life and faith to engage in a civil discussion on religion and current events. Join us for Frank Talk with Dr. Ajaz every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Toginet Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Rob, isn't it amazing? Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize we were back on the air. I was like, Yes, I know. (laughs) I know. Hi. Yes, it is amazing. What were you going to say? Amazing about tea? You're going to talk a little bit more about tea? I was, I was going to bring up like, you know, I know we were really fast, you know, that segment went so fast, we'll have to have them back. Um, But the, you know, the thing about tea is like, you can't rush tea, you know what I mean? It's like, you got to make the hot water and then you got to let it, you know, kind of seep a little bit to get the tea really good. And, you know, versus like, you know, when we're talking about, you know, no judgment, you know, like taking a pill, whatever is very fast, you know, and I'm the big, you know, like a leave gulper with my headaches but like when I have a thing of tea it's like I have to sit down I have to wait for it it's too hot so mm-hmm. you can't gulp it down really fast do you know what I mean it's like it forces you to slow down it is and I think tea has always been a ritual it, it, it even in the ancient gen- generations it was always a ritual whether it was tea time in the afternoon in England or we're talking way back in China a tea is a ritual it's not just somehow coffee goes down a lot faster than a cup of tea oh yeah I mean I I'm a sipper Mm -hmm. you know I like to have 
I, you know, but I like to relax with a cup of tea or even a cup of coffee. I like, I love to have, and I'm not a big coffee drinker. I like cafe au lait or I like my, you know, silly little oh, coffee right. drinks. Yes. You know, <laughs> but it makes a difference. It does make a difference. Um, and I, I'm just so glad to hear of uh, that she put so much research into finding the herbs to enhance the tea because certainly we know about green teas and the antioxidants and all of those kinds of things. But to take it to the next level really was pretty fascinating. I love companies, uh, hearing about companies like that. I think it's fascinating. Me too. Me yeah. too. We found our guest. <laughs> we did. We were having a little trouble. You know, sometimes the phones are a little bit difficult. So we uh, we definitely have uh, our, our guest now. We have David Kiplinger with us. And he is from USA Cares. And their goal is to help military families restore financial stability and self-sufficiency by giving them a hand up. And they strive to reach families at the earliest stages of intervention to prevent further financial distress and suffering, especially for the combat injured and their families. Welcome, David. We're so glad you could join us today on Military Mom Talk Radio. Well, thank you for having me. Wonderful. Now, I know that there are an awful lot of companies that say that they're uh, going to help a military family here and there. But tell us a little bit about your company in that uh, you have not been in business really all that long. Um, this is all post 911. Is that correct? That's true. We've uh, started in 2003, right outside mm-hmm. Fort Knox, Kentucky. And we do have the post-9-11 uh, service members, veterans, and their families. And we help them with four core programs, our combat injured, our jobs assistance, emergency assistance, and housing assistance. And uh, would you like me to go into detail about those? A little bit, yeah, because um, each each of those components sound like they're almost separate little companies in and of themselves. Do they work somewhat independently, or do, do you have one sort of uh, – not, I don't want to say a caseworker, but sort of a, a mentor that starts a, a family out and then dips into all of these areas that they might need assistance in? Well, each, uh, each uh, soldier or sailor out there has their own uh, certain need to say uh, whether they needed uh, some PTSD treatment, whether they're looking for a job, whether somebody's cutting off their lights or towing their car down the street. Uh, yeah, evicting yeah. them from their house. So what we do is they can come online to usacares.org and uh, fill out the application. At that point, a triage person will uh, assess to make sure of what their need is and mm-hmm. forward the ones that qualify to our guidelines to the caseworkers. The caseworkers will go over, uh, depending on what their actual situation and need is, and help them with their uh, particular instance. Uh, if they have, uh, you know, not got a pay uh, corrected and they're behind on something because the military didn't pay them on time, let's say, right? then there's mm-hmm. going to be a gap, several weeks, maybe months, before they end up getting their pay fixed. Who's going to pay their bills? We sure don't want them on the street. So right. that's where USA Cares can jump up and take care of those, uh, those bills, pay the um, creditors for them, keep them from losing their house, their car, keep food on the table, the lights on. Um, hmm. Say if they're coming back from overseas, a lot of them are National Guard and reservists, and uh-huh. uh, don't have a job to come back to. 
that's a bad problem we have. So we have about 600 employer partners connected to our jobs assistance board that they look for jobs. If they happen to need uh, some assistance getting to an interview, because without the interview you're not getting the job, we'll sure. make sure that they get to those interviews. Uh, send them fuel cards, put them in a cab. I even even flown a person to a job interview. Wow. Because if somebody's offering you 100000 a year three states away, but you don't have the money to relocate to that job or get to the interview, you know, mm-hmm. you, nobody wants to give that up. You know, so oh, we're absolutely. There for that. We do help with relocation for getting tools, uh, you know, child care assistance. Uh, there's a lot of different things with jobs assistance that we can really help with there. Uh, like we've already talked about emergency assistance and housing. We've saved more than 7,000 homes in the last 10 years that we've been awake uh, and, and and moving forward here. We've paid out more than 10000 $10 million in uh, grants, not loans. Oh, my word. Everything that we do oh, is built word. on grants, not loans. Nobody ever has paid anything back. That uh, was one of my questions. Have mm-hmm. a financial, yeah, post-9-11 service members, veterans, anybody that has served honorably since – uh, 9-11-2001 to today that has mm-hmm. a financial need that was caused by a military hardship. Now, another thing with the combat injured, I have a lot of veterans coming back that uh, that will get out of the military with uh, PTSD or some other uh, combat injured-related things. Sometimes their spouse has to give up their job to stay home and take care of them, become what we call a fiduciary, someone that takes care of them, pays their bills, uh, you know, with that kind of loss of income, when they have to quit their job, that might mm-hmm. be something also that we could help with until they get back on, you know, uh, maybe she, he or she gets, uh, you know, their bills caught back up, finds a job, gets things organized. Now, we're yeah. not designed to be there month after month after month for years. We're sure. kind of there to give you a hand up and um, have a lot of different ways that we can go about that. Where, uh, if if these are grants, not loans, you must need to have some kind of fundraising uh, element in your establishment. How do you get the funding for all of these grants that you're giving out? Well, I'm glad you asked. We do actually have, uh, you know, a lot of Grateful Americans out there just uh, willing to donate some money. And we mm-hmm. turn around and put about somewhere between 82 and 85 cents of every dollar back into our service members and veterans. On top of that, we've got a lot of nice corporate <laughs> donors and sponsors out there that uh, do the same thing. Uh, we mm-hmm. uh, also mm-hmm. do the fundraising. Volunteers uh, can also come to our website and apply. And uh, without volunteers, it makes it really hard to, to uh, move forward. Volunteers are always gratefully uh, appreciated. We mm-hmm. do things like bolathons and we just had a run last Saturday uh, here around Radcliffe and um, starting chapters all throughout the United States where people can volunteer and do some of these fundraising type things in different states. And uh, fundraising is, is a big thing. Without the funds, we can't really move forward. Sure, sure. We probably don't have too, too much more time, but I, what you, you're mentioning chapters. Does each chapter work independently, or do you have one sort of corporate office, if you will, even though it's volunteer-based, um, that then uh, serves each chapter as it's needed? Well, right here in Radcliffe, Kentucky, we have the national headquarters, and okay. we've uh, just recently started adding different chapters throughout the United States. 
Now we've got uh, several, uh, six, seven, eight now. We continue to grow. From those chapters, they uh, do have branches that start growing out also. We're trying to get raise awareness and get uh, more public knowledge out there. Instead of putting millions of dollars into advertising on TV and so forth, we'd rather put that money back into our veterans. And starting chapters throughout the United States uh, is, is just a great way to get that out there, get the, the, the uh, public involved, uh, get the support. That's wonderful. And I see Colorado, and, uh, Florida, Kentucky, Michigan, Missouri, Southern Illinois, and Texas are uh, specific chapters right now. And I'm sure you have more that are joining each day, <laughs> I hope, anyway. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Always trying to uh, get more volunteers and uh, more chapters built. What is the proportion of volunteers that you have? You must have a huge volunteer base. Well, uh, you know, that is something we're trying to go over. Uh, if a person goes online and hits the uh, uh, the volunteer application, you know, comes right in here, mm -hmm. we uh, do the the uh, question and answer with them, get them all trained up and so forth, and see what their, their skill sets are, get them moving forward as a volunteer, whether it's uh, as a chapter president or, you know, maybe uh, they just want to do something locally, uh, you know, helping out with runs or bolathons or golf scrambles or anything like that. We do have quite a few volunteers, and uh, the more the better, really. Oh, I am. I'm certain of that. Um, I work for a volunteer organization myself, and it's true. The more volunteers you have, all of a sudden, um, lots of power. Powerful things happen. Um, it's it's amazing that you have done so much in the short amount of time. We just have about a minute left, and I want to make sure everybody knows to go to usacares.org. Is that correct? Yes, it is. Uh, and you can also give us a call at 800-773-0387. We are on East Coast time. Uh, mm -hmm. Normally... From eight to four thirty, eight to five o'clock, eight hundred seven seven three zero three eight seven. Applications can be filled out online, usacares.org. That's fantastic. David Kiplinger, thank you so much for joining us. What a wonderful cause, and we do hope more and more chapters are, are going to be popping up soon. What a great need, and what a great service you're providing us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Take care. We hope all of you will join us next week. We've got another great lineup for you, for you. If you've missed any of this show, be sure to find us at militarymomtalkradio.com. Do check us out on Facebook. We're always getting more and more news coming in through our Facebook page, so check us out there too as well. Have a great week, everyone. See you next week.